0: You know, I woke up. I woke. I woke up a little bit earlier this morning. I got up at 4:30. I thought maybe 15 minutes more would help me wake up, as I'm not used to getting up early. I I get up. Hear me out. I've said this the past four days now. I get up early. I wake up. I'm usually up about 4:45, but I'm not up. I'm not out of bed. I lay there. I sit. And I, and I relax, and I try to you know, pull myself together so I can shake off the Joe Biden-type mental issues I might have, uh, the cognitive problems, and then I get up and I get about. Literally, it takes me about two hours to get up and not be bothered by people, right? I have to wake up. But since we've been doing the podcast in the morning the past few days, it's been a problem for me. Back in February, I started the podcast, spazzing out America's podcast, your podcast, We've been doing it five days a week, and I've been doing it at night, doing it around 6.30, 7 o'clock at night, and that's given me the ability to have all day long to be awake. I work all day. I get home. I get on the Peloton. I, I bang out a 30-minute, 20-minute, 5, 10, however long, an hour, 75-minute ride. I bang it out, and I feel great, and then I sit down, and I'm ready to go. I'm firing on all cylinders. I can speak. I can talk. Better than I am right now, but still not better than most people. I, I you know, I don't know big words and have trouble reading, covered in poison ivy, all that crap. But it's definitely better at night, but I have to get used to doing it at the morning. And I thought waking up at 4.30 would help. I guess I'm going to have to wake up at 4 so that by 5, I'm somewhat awake. So that by like 5.30, I can bang out some feet. Re- th- I can't even, like I'm stroking up feet, feet. The feed. I can't even talk. Anyways, this is spazzing out America's podcast. It is recorded five times a week. When I record the podcast, I do it on Facebook, I do it on Twitter, and I do it on YouTube. If you're watching on one of these, share the feed, like the page, retweet. We'll probably get bounced off of Facebook and Twitter today, but we'll talk about that. And uh, subscribe on YouTube. Most of you are listening to the podcast, recording, and you're listening on an app. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Spotify, Pandora, your Alexa. Hey, Alexa, play Spazzing Out, America's Podcast. Boom. There it is. Somewhere between 550 and 620 downloads a day per episode. So I post an episode by this time, 24 hours later, It's been downloaded about 600 times. It's fantastic. It's growing. Back in February, it was one. I would get one download. And then two, then three, and and it caught up. But we need more. We need to spread the word about America's podcast. Once we're through the times of Corona, hopefully I can do more stuff on the streets and have a little bit more fun with the podcast. But for now, if you don't know, I'm in my basement. I've been doing the podcast for about, well, since February. So you do the math, dude. I can't do the math this early down in my basement, but my basement is a, is a bedroom area, my son's bedroom is behind this awesome, ah, bro, awesome, this awesome poster that was made by a listener, by Brad, says, spazzing out, love you, buddy, me, looking at me, you can't beat that, that's my son's bedroom behind me. On the other side is my daughter's bedroom. My daughter's six years old. She's not down here sleeping because she'll go to bed and then she'll crawl her little ass upstairs because she gets scared. So, and I got and I have a packed house. Right now we have a, a very packed house. My mother-in-law is here, she's upstairs. All the wonderful things that come with having a mother-in-law staying with you for a little bit are here. The good things, she helps out with the kids helps walk the dogs, helps clean the dishes. So those things are great. And I could go on hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And hours. We could have a whole podcast. We could start a new podcast. We could call it uh, America's um, uh, Mother-in-Laws. And I and I could take, uh, co- we could have conversations with horrified men a- until the world ended about horror stories dealing with mother-in-laws. So we all know, know where that goes Although I do love my mother-in-law. She she is a great lady, but in fact, she is still a mother-in-law. And my mom is never here. My mom is well, my mom's in a nursing home. She comes here. Liz, the uh uh the alcohol of famer is, you know, basically in lockdown in a nursing home. She'll be here for Christmas though. But Liz is fun, man. We get we get Liz here, we get her fucked up, man. She shouldn't be drinking, but once a year You know, COVID clause is coming. We're gonna get her drunk. It'll be great. All right, let's get into some stuff before we get pounced out. All right, here's what I'd like to get to today, and I don't know if I'll get to it because we never get to everything that I want to talk about. The past few days we've been talking about the NFL, and uh, Cam Newton is coming back. He'll practice today. But I, I want the other day I was bitching about the McCourties. Bitching, I was, I was bitching that the McCourties were bitching about the league and about COVID, but you know who they should be upset with is Cam Newton. So I want to get to that real quick. And then after I get to that, I want to talk about Hunter Privilege Biden. I want to talk about Twitter and Facebook. If I can get to court packing, I will. I want to get to cow cuddling. And no, cow cuddling is not something you do with your fat wife. Um, The death of the movies. And I want to talk about, I want to know who is donating $200 million online to Joe Biden. It's not one person. It's many people, but it sure as hell isn't old people. And it's probably millennials that are feeding this guy's campaign. He gets a record breaking $380 million last month and funds raised. Who the fuck is throwing their money out the window like that? And who has money like that? It's driving me bonkers. And then, of course, I always, even though I am, uh, I was a long-time liberal, first-time conservative. I I am about as conservative now as I was a liberal in my 20s. I can't even look back at my 20s. Thank God I can look back at my 20s and say, you know what? I was just a drunk. I drank a ton. All I did was party. I had no clue what was going on with life. And had I known? Thank God when I was young, though, when I was a liberal, I actually voted conservatively. I voted for George Bush twice. I did not vote for Barack Obama. Um... I voted, let, let, let me, let me get that record. I think I voted for McCain and I voted for Mitt Romney. So I don't know how I became this super duper conservative, but I am extremely conservative now. All right, let's get to the NFL stuff. And, and then we'll get into to Hunter Biden, um, Hunter Privilege. We're going to call him, we're gonna, Let's let's get into Privilege Biden after we talk about the NFL really quick, because I want to sum this up. If you want to hear what I had to say about the NFL, go check out uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays episodes, I had a, a deep conversations about how athletes, especially the McCourties, shouldn't be bitching about COVID and be mad at the league because they make millions of dollars and I don't want to hear wine babies fucking cry. But it made me think yesterday that they shouldn't be upset with the league. The league has protocols put in place and one of their own, Cam Newton, he broke the protocol. I am convinced 100% that Cam broke protocol. We don't know how he broke protocol. He did in fact, do it, I don't know if it was the dinner, I don't even think there was a dinner, I think the dinner is beef, is bullshit, and I think that, that Gilly Lock was covering up for him, you can hear all that shit, I discussed it yesterday, here's my beef, the McCordys should be bitching at Cam, you should look right in your teammate's face and say, dude, you fucked us, you brought COVID, it, it's like the, you brought AIDS into this office, you brought COVID, into this office. He brought it in. He infected the team. He got, he was the reason you lost to KC. And then your asses got lucky because Kraft has clout and got the game, got the Denver game pushed back so that you guys could get Cam back. Great. I like Cam. I'm not shitting on Cam. I'm just saying that you guys are bitching at the wrong people. It's not the NFL's fault. One of your own decided to break Protocol. One of your own puts you guys at risk, and you should be pissed with him. Not coming out and saying the league did this, the league did that, unless, of course, there is a bigger conspiracy that Belichick told you guys to do it and Kraft told you to do it so that you could push the game back, then fine, I get it. But if you're generally pissed off at the league, you need to be pissed off at Cam Newton because he is the one that broke the protocol. Period. Now, I want to get off of that. If you want to hear my thoughts, on Cam, on COVID Cam, and Gilly Lock. I talked about it yesterday. Go back to the previous episode, or the and the one before that. We covered that enough. I've I've done fucking sports talk on here for like the past three days. I we need to get to, to politics because I'm missing a bunch of shit, and I have to talk about this Hunter Privilege Biden Privilege Biden fucking bombshell that hit that was suppressed by Twitter, by Facebook, and all news outlets except for Fox and for for the new york post which actually printed the story and made it a story let's just try to get sum it up the best i can and then we'll talk to talk about why it's a problem that all this shit happened first off hunter biden Hunt, fuck we're calling him privilege biden privilege biden is is the son of, of former vice president presidential candidate joe biden we all know that shit he gets a, he got a job with this company, Barisma, it's a, it's an energy company in the Ukraine, and he gets, a, it, it's a fucking 100% that he got the board position because of his father, period, he used his privilege to get the job, he makes like eight, he was making like eight, I don't know if he still has it, but they're pumping him $80,000 a year so that they could get access to his dad, and it's been back and forth whether or not his father helped him get the job, or his dad's influence helped him get the job, and now it is clear. Why do we know? Because stupid privileged Biden took his laptop to get fixed by the geek squad, and when he got told how much it would be cost, uh, uh, the, the price to fix it, he just abandoned the fucking thing, was like, nah, I'm not I don't know why you wouldn't pay for it, bro. You got a ton of money. You're making $80,000. You were making $80,000 a year for a cupcake job. You're not even working. You're out getting fucked up. Whatever. You know what? I'm not going to rip on him. Uh, Privilege Biden for getting fucked up because everybody gets fucked up. I was drinking last night. I was having mother-in-law drinks so that I could uh, forget about life too. No big deal. Here's the problem. He, He leaves the laptop, says fuck it. I'm not paying for it. Then the guy that works, the Geek Squad guy, I don't know if it's exactly Geek Squad, but the guy who's fixing the computer, starts fixing it, goes through it and says, shit, I got something here. I have pictures of the vice president's son in compromising positions, and now I've come across this email where an executive at Barisma is thanking Joe Biden's son for introducing him to the vice president. Which clearly goes against everything Biden, uh, candidate Biden, and his son have been saying. Vice, Vice President Joe Biden has said, nope, I don't talk to my son about business. I didn't help my son get this job. I didn't use my influence, which we all know is P.S. And then what happens? Biden uses his influence. He uses his privilege. Hunter gets the bullshit job. So Hunter gets the 80000 almost a million dollars a year just because his dad's vice president and his dad forces the issue so that he could save Burisma from prosecution. We've seen the audio of Joe Biden joking around or, or I'm sorry, he's pumping his chest about how he was going to withhold $1 billion in funds from, uh, um, uh, 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 from the Ukraine unless... They fired this prosecutor that was going after the the company that his son was sitting on the board and getting his mailbox money. Mailbox money is great, by the way. I'd love to get mailbox money. I mean, I, I don't. That's if you guys want to talk about privilege. It doesn't get any more privilege than that. When your dad is the vice president and you get the mailbox money job, and you're sitting, you're you and all you have to do is introduce your dad to the executive at Barisma, and boom, you're all set. And it's clear that it happened. Rudy Giuliani... So, just to take it a step further... The guy who finds... Who has the laptop... Calls Rudy Giuliani's attorney... Gets it to Rudy Giuliani... Rudy Giuliani... Has to pick the New York Post... Because no other fucking outlet would print it. He's like, shit... Who do I bring this to? The Post is probably the only one that will put it out there. They are. So now the story gets put out there. We all find out that Privilege Biden... When I say privilege Biden, we're talking about Hunter. When Hunter privileged Biden, his computer gets found and it gets put out there so now that everybody knows that the Bidens were lying and that they did, in fact, use position, power, and privilege to help out a son get a job, violating all sorts of fucking laws in the United States. We don't use our privilege here. We don't use our power for nepotism to help out our families so that they can get cake-ass jobs and make a million dollars a year, especially when I'm grinding, especially when I'm doing everything I can to keep my small business going. I got to leave after I do this podcast to go to work, but not Privilege Biden. Privilege Biden gets to sit at home because his dad set him up. Bro, I don't even make $80,000 a year for my take-home, but but, but Privilege Biden does sitting at home and the kid's so, there's so many stupid things and the kid's so fucking stupid that he can't even wipe and scrub his own computer. His dad must just be like, wow, you're a fucking retard. Honestly, could you imagine the conversation that Joe Biden has with his son, Hunter? He just goes in there, just looks at him and goes, what? I'm, I'm telling you. Because Biden's an old school guy. He's he's fucking 80 years old almost. So you know he's got the, he probably goes in, walks and looks at his son with such that, I, I can imagine Joe Biden walking in a, a, as uh, Tywin Lannister or whoever the head Lannister was, looking at the little midget... <clears throat> No, maybe he's looking at Jamie, whichever one. And just with disdain. Just look at him like, I set you up. And you you couldn't even fucking... You were so lazy that you couldn't even destroy your own computer. You didn't even have to destroy your own computer. You could have just made a phone call to Daddy. You could have said, hey, Dad. Dad, my computer's fucked up and it's got compromising shit on it. And Dad would have taken care of it. He would have fucking wiped it clean just like his mind's wiped clean. Because he's 80 years old and he can't put two sentences together. So, Rudy Giuliani gets the computer, they get the information, they get the damning emails and the photos, they send it out, they put they put the information out to the New York Post, and the Post and Fox News are the only media outlets that put it out there, the rest of the mutant media, they don't push it out, they start pushing out stories refuting it, they start going off of hearsay with Joe Biden's campaign saying, no, there was no schedule meeting, yeah, no shit, there was no schedule meeting! They wouldn't put it in the fucking log because it was a secret meeting. But now there's proof that there was a meeting between the executive of Burisma and the vice president because of the email that was found on Privilege Biden's computer. Hunter's computer, Privilege fucking Biden on his computer. There was an email and it's clear facts that this happened. It is clear that the Biden family participates in privilege, nepotism, using their power and position to better their family, but not the American people. They use American dollars. They take your taxpaying dollars, one billion of it, right? This is, I, I need to explain to you how fucked up this is. You pay taxes, your tax dollars are used to run the government and some of your money right, goes into a pool, you get the general fund pool, and some of that general fund pool is used to give financial aid to other countries. Vice President Biden dangles $1 billion of financial aid to the Ukraine and says, I'm not going to give you this money unless you fire the prosecutor that is taking up charges against the company that my son is a board member of. And what happens? They fire the prosecutor, the case goes away, Burisma still exists, Joe Biden's son gets to collect his $80,000 a month, and they used your money to do it. They leveraged your money, they leveraged American power, they leveraged our country for personal fucking gain. This guy used America, he used it, he used you. The American people, he spoke, he's our vice president, he spoke for you and said, America wants my son to make $80,000 a year, mailbox money, to do nothing, and if that doesn't happen, you won't get their money. So this guy takes our fucking money, and then he has to give it to him, so then he gives him our money. Do you understand that Joe Biden gave away $1 billion of our money? To ensure his son would have a job making eighty thousand dollars a year, mailbox money, sitting on a board of a fucking energy company and on the other side of the world. Do you get that? Do you get the leverage there? Well, most of you don't make eighty thousand. Maybe you just barely make eighty. Maybe you're making a hundred grand. But but you know what? You make a hundred grand and then after taxes, now you're making sixty. And that little money in the in between is the money that they used to leverage so that Joe, so that Joe could get his fucking son privileged Biden a job. And no one's pissed off about it. You guys are all cool with it. You sit back and you're like, Oh yeah. The point is Joe's for sale. The point here is that America is for sale. You can buy Joe Biden. We should just call him buy Joe Biden. He, he should have his own fucking auction website, buyjoebiden.com. Buy he is for sale. He will sell you out for his son. He's not like the great Americans who love their son like a John McCain's father who would bomb, who, who would give gives orders to bomb a place where his son is held as a POW. Not the great fathers of the past that put country before family. Not the great fathers of the past that would do anything to make sure that this country was great. Now the country is for sale. Now when you have power, you use the American people's buying power. You you're using the American people's hard fucking work. It's our money. They're using our power. You raised the money. That one billion was your dollars, your hard-earned dollars, your fucking time, your ass. So that the vice president could influence a company to give his son a job. Or vice versa. Or the company goes to Joe Biden's son and says, hey, we'll give you this job. You give us access to your dad. And he most certainly did give access to his dad. Let's be clear on this. No fucking way there wasn't collusion. No fucking way. I don't give a shit. I have a son. He is 12 years old. I know everything my son does. I talk to my son about everything. When my son gets older, I will talk to my son about everything he does. And I wouldn't lie to the fucking American people about it. And any dad, I like to bring it home. I like to bring every topic and make it home. I want you to imagine. Think about you guys. Dads, right now, I want you to think right this second. Dads, I want you to think about this. You're at home. You have a son. You know your son well. You know everything your son does. You talk to him about his work. You most certainly talk to your son about... It. It's the fact that you say you don't talk to your son about your work. But I don't care. Joe should talk to his son about work. He 100% should. He. It's the kid's father. Joe's son should go to his dad and say, Dad, I need advice on all sorts of things, including my job. Why? Because Joe has experience. He's an older man. He's done a lot of stuff. He's dealt with a lot of corporate people. He knows what to do. So his son should be able to go to his father for that. I don't disagree with that. That's what dads are there for. That's what we're here for. And I, you know what? And I'll, give, I'll give Hunter, Privilege Biden, uh, uh, the benefit of the doubt here. He's had a tough life. His mom's gone. His fucking brother's gone. He was in a crazy-ass car accident as a kid. His dad's probably been gone most of his life because his dad's a politician and those guys aren't exactly home all the time. So things are a little bit rough for, for privileged Biden. <clears throat> I get it. What I don't like is the BS. I would respect someone more if they were just honest with it. If they just told us, because that's a dad, if I ever tell you I didn't know something about my son, I either hadn't talked to my son about it yet, right? Or I'm lying to you. Like if my son did something, I'd be like, oh, I didn't know that. And then I then and then I would go and I would know. There, there would be like, nah, I don't talk to my son about business and I'm not gonna. So if you came to me and and let's let's say I am now the vice president, but I'm dad still, but I'm dad. You come to me and say, hey, you talk to Nariam about barisma and about him sitting on the board and making 80 grand, I'd say, no. No. But then I'd say, But you know what? I'm gonna. I wouldn't say, Oh, we don't talk business. Like, no, but you know what? Uh, Let me get on the phone because I'm going to find out what's going on right now. Because I'm his dad. And I'm the vice president. And I got to call my son. And I got to say, hey, shut the fuck up about Barisma, You're going to fucking ruin my life. That that shit happens. It just does. We can make it real small. Here, I'll make it real tiny for you. Uh, That Your son breaks a window at someone's house. And then somebody comes to you and says, hey, the neighbor guy comes over and says, hey you know Narium broke a fucking window? And I'd say, no, shit. And then my next thing wouldn't be, no, I don't talk to my son about breaking windows. Then I would go find Narium and I'd be like, dude, what the fuck? Did you break that window? And he'd be like, yeah, dad, but I'm trying to bullshit or I'm trying to get out of it. Now, I wouldn't say bullshit. I'd be like, yeah, you go, you go talk to that guy and take care of it. But I would want to avoid the confrontation with his mom and his stepmom. I'd be like, hey, keep this shit down. You don't fucking go around telling people you broke windows. Shut up, be quiet. But I most certainly would have talked to him about it. So don't lie to us. Just don't lie. I hate that shit. Don't lie. Just be straight up and say, Yup, he's my son. I think the American people would be more understanding. We'd be pissed. But I think we'd be more understanding if you came out and said, Yeah, he's my son. How could I not talk to my son about dealings with a fucking business where he's making 80000 a year? Of course we talk about it. My son confides in me for all sorts of things. From sex, to children, to education, to business, to fucking money. I'm his dad. He talks to me about it. And then you can try to convince us that you don't let that influence your decisions. Kind of like in the way um, Amy uh, Coney Barrett would say, Yep, I'm super religious, but I don't let my religion affect how I judge and how I pass opinions on cases that come before me, I would buy that, I would say, you know what, Joe, that was honest, I'd say, damn, you were fucking honest, you came out, and you were honest, and then on the next thing, you might say to the American people, fucking, you might say, hey, this is what I would say to the American people, I'd be like, look, you're trying to tell me, I'm a dad, you're a dad, you're trying to tell me you wouldn't use your position to help your son out, let me get, let me get this straight, Listen, pretend now I'm Joe, and, and, and I'm talking to all the American dads, American dad, so you're telling me that if you were in a position to help your son out, you wouldn't help your son out. You're telling me that if you could get your son a job, sitting on his ass, making mailbox money, $80,000 a year, that you wouldn't do it. All of us would. Every single one of, everyone listening right now, and if you say you wouldn't, you're full of shit. You, you, you're full of fucking crap. I would, all day long, I work in the junk removal business, I work in real estate, and now I have a podcast. If I could use any of those things to help my son get a, get a step up, I would. I'd expect my son to work for it. I'd expect him to earn his job. He'd have to be equal to the power. I wouldn't go to someone and say, hey, just give my son a fucking job. I'm not going to try to mafia my kid into a union job. No, my son, I'd have to have the ability. He'd be worth it, but sure as shit, he'd get picked over your kid. If you guys had equal ability, because I am who I am and I'd be okay with that. As long as you were honest, be honest about it. Just say it, just say the fucking truth. We shouldn't have to find out from an email that your stupid ass, This how dumb your son is so many levels that your son let's now let's get to the stupidity of of sons and and the problem with the american lazy stupid fucking sons you are committing a a fucking crime it it literally is it's just a, a joe biden using his power to influence a business to give his son a job it's impeachable. It just is. I, I listen, I, and and you can love Joe Biden or not. I don't. I don't fucking care. We could get into if, if Donald Trump ever did it, the, the world you'd see a mushroom cloud over the United States of America. Bottom line is, it's garbage. Period. I don't care. In in the Democrats and the liberals on the side, could go up and down. Shut the fuck up. If you if if Trump did it, you'd be going nuts. If there was an email from one of Trump's kids, if Barron had an email on his computer. The only thing that's probably on Barron's computer is fucking U-Porn. Can you imagine Barron's probably beating off in the Lincoln? Can you imagine <laughs> fucking? How about Barron? Could you imagine Barron's probably like in the Lincoln bedroom, fucking jerking off? Like <laughs> the White House maid. Maid. I don't even know if you can say maid. The White House cleaner comes in. This dude's in the fucking Lincoln bedroom. It's like, can I get some privacy? <laughs> the kid's like 15 you know he's doing it i don't even care i i'm dying one of these yes this is great wait joe biden's joe biden's son uses the vice president's privilege to make eighty thousand dollars right he uses the vice president's privilege to get a job at burisma in the ukraine and baron vice president the president's son uses his privilege to jerk off in the lincoln bedroom <laughs> fucking You imagine? He probably you know what's great is he probably in the White House and he uh he probably he probably pretends he's Clinton and fucking jerks off in like on like a blue dress or maybe he pretends he's Kennedy and you know he's got a picture of um Marilyn Monroe while he's beating one out. I'll bet you wait wait if I if I know me right if if I were the son of a of a president and I lived in the White House as a young kid, my goal would be to jerk off in every single room in the White House. Hands down, I would have masturbated in the Oval Office, every room in the fucking West Wing, at the Lincoln Bedroom, the Washington Bedroom, everywhere. I, 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 and then years later, I would write a book called The Masterpiece, or The Masturbate Piece, and I would talk about and I would disclose all the areas where I had jerked off in the White House, Cause you know we did. I. I don't. Dude, he's 15. The only thing 15-year-old kids do: I play video games, smell farts, and jerk off. That and drink Mountain Dew. That's it. That's that's all they do. And that's what this kid's doing throughout the entire White House. He's using his privilege to masturbate. Imagine the email. So now imagine. Imagine. Imagine Barron's computer gets found. The thing's stuck. It's. It's. Oh, this is real sticky. <coughs> it's stuck together. And then they find an email or, or, or well, kids don't use emails, right? So they text message. So they find a text message where Barron's like texting one of his buddies be like, dude, I got the Lincoln bedroom last night. And his boy like got the back. He's like, oh, that's great. want to come, want to come over and she fucking do it. Anyways, that's, I don't even know how the hell I got onto that, but that, it just made me fucking laugh. The point here is that Joe Biden clearly used privilege in a violation of his duties of the office and held Ukraine accountable by dangling your money, $1 billion over their head, to get rid of a prosecutor, right? Now, that, that still hasn't been proven, so that can be wishy-washy. And, and we don't, let's not use that as fact, because I don't want to push that down your throat as fact. What is fact is that there is an email that came off of Privilege Biden, that's Hunter, Hunter Privilege Biden's computer, that clearly ties the vice president uh, with a meeting with an executive at, at, at Burisma, which is the company that was under investigation, which is the, with, at the country where Biden held the funds over and said, hey, get rid of this prosecutor. You're not taking down the company that my son works for, because if you do, my son's not going to get his mailbox money. And the story has been squashed by all media outlets except for The Post and except for Fox News. Now we're going to take it one step further and get a little bit deeper into this problem. Twitter and Facebook yesterday did everything they could do to slow the distribution of this story. Facebook was upfront and honest about it. Came out and said, we're slowing the distribution. <clears throat> we're slowing it down. Twitter, their CEO, apologized. He said, uh, we're sorry, which is just crap because he knows that he did it. Twitter came out and their their uh, CEO said, hey... I'm really sorry we weren't trying to uh, block anybody. But the fact is that thousands of accounts, including the uh, secretary, the press secretary, Kelly McInerney, or McInerney, I don't know how to say her last name, uh, the, the, what we'll call the hot press secretary. The hot press secretary, she got blocked out of Twitter yesterday for tweeting a link to the New York Post story about Hunter Biden's email. The American people most certainly need to know about this. Now, we have two issues here. First off, you're an asshole if you get your news from social media. You're a dick. You're an idiot. Everybody knows that the social media platforms, first off, there is no freedom of speech on Facebook, Twitter. There's just no freedom of speech on, fucking, on social media. They're private companies. They are a private company. They can ban and do whatever they want. They are not a news organization. They are an organization of opinions that you put out there. They allow you to put your opinion and post what you want on their pages, on their walls. They're private. Now, I get that newspapers are private companies too, but hear me out. They are. This is not a news organization. They do not pretend to be news organizations. Well, maybe they do pretend. But Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, any uh, TikTok... None of these are news organizations. They are platforms for people to go and post content of stupid shit, of uh, fake news stories, of my podcast. This isn't news. This is my opinion. That These are my thoughts. And if they want to bump me off at any time, they can. The problem when they do that, it is censorship, but it's, it's unfortunately okay for them to censure. to to censor shit, because they're not news. Now, if Fox News, you'd be arguing that CNN and Fox News are news, but they're considered news. So, the bigger problem is that other newspapers, the places of record, are not reporting the story, they're refuting the story. Instead of letting people know that there was a smoking gun email that ties charisma to the Vice President, and that there absolutely was a meeting, and that they used access to the Vice President to give his son a job, they're not reporting it, they're hiding it, they're burying it, because they don't want the American people to know. That is egregious to me. Facebook and Twitter, you guys are assholes for blocking this shit, because most of people consume their news off of Facebook and Twitter, which is stupid. So I implore, I, I, I'm, I'm talking, the people I'm talking to right now probably don't get their news and their information from Twitter and from Facebook. Or if they do, they take it a step further to check to see if it's real. They'll click through the link and say, oh yes, this is from the Washington Post. Or, oh yes, this is from the New York Times or the Boston Herald or the Boston Globe or the the Drudge Report. Somewhere, they'll try to find out whether or not this is real or fake news. Some people don't. And you shouldn't be getting your news from clearly biased situations. Facebook and Twitter are clearly biased. They do not like Donald Trump. They do not like conservatives. Why? Because you can't buy the president. And as a matter of fact, the president came out yesterday and said, hey, you know what? The government gives social media protection. We give you protection to not be held liable. Hear me out. They're not social media. It cannot be held liable for the content that you publish. The reason that the government did that many years ago, was so that social media wouldn't, they didn't want social media to censor certain information, whether it be liberal or whether it be conservative. So they gave him a break and said, hey, look, we're not going to, we don't want you to worry about the content that people post on your platform. We'll go after the person. So if the person posts something that is illegal, we'll go after the person or indecent. We'll go after the person, not after the company. Because we don't want you to censor people. We want you to let people get their opinions out there without you deciding what opinions get heard and what opinions don't. So we're going to give you the ability to not be sued for for the content that your users put. Now... They are censoring user content. They are saying, huh, we'll allow liberal content to get more distribution. And we will hold back any content that is damning to Joe Biden, to Barack Obama, to the Clintons. We will hold back any information that is damning to our agenda. And our agenda is to make sure that Joe Biden gets elected. So we will hold back any damning stories or suck back the distribution of it and then president trump says you know what we gave you protection so that you wouldn't do that shit so you would let the american people say what they want to say and make decisions on their own but now if you don't do that we're going to take you we're going to take that away so the president yesterday threatened and said hey i'm going to make it legal to sue you because now you're picking and choosing what type of content you're going to put on there so if you want to fucking do that then fine then you're going to be th- then that means cuz hear me out what what social media said is they could not police Social media said there's no way they could police all of social media to make sure there was no indecent content, to make sure that there was no murders, any type of fucked up shit that could get on their platform. It would be impossible for them to find it all. So therefore, they can't get in trouble for it, but they'll do their best. Right. And the government says, all right, great. We'll give you protection as long as you are not going to censor, censor people's opinions. That it's not, shit that's not indecent, right? So if it's not indecent, great, they can post what they want, their opinions are their opinions. But now they're doing it, and President Trump says, hey, fuck it. You You guys have the ability to censor stuff that's damning to conservatives or, or, or I'm sorry, damaging to liberals and things that don't go your agenda. So you must have the ability to police your own platforms. Well, now you can police your own platform and you're going to get your ass sued. If anything indecent pops up on it, good luck. That's what the president said he would do. And then immediately Twitter was like, we're sorry, but that's why they want him out. They want Trump out. Everybody The the real people that decide want Trump out because he is not for sale. Buy Joe Biden is for sale. You can buy him. You can buy your privilege. He'll play ball with China. He'll play ball with Russia. He'll play ball with other countries, make deals, make trades, make things that are good for their country at a price to our country. President Trump is like, fuck you, I will not. Our president, you might not like him. You might think he's a dick. He might think out loud. But at the end of the day, he is like, "Um, America first, please. We eat first. A lion is fucking hungry. A lion eats. The lion doesn't come up to the table and say, huh, let me give you a little bit of my food. Fuck you. That's what the president says. And that's a huge problem. The president, in my opinion, is not doing a good enough job explaining calmly To the American people, what's at stake? And what is at stake here? Is that you're about to vote in a president that can clearly be bought. You come at Trump and you say, oh, the president can be Trump, the the president can be bought because he has debt. I haven't seen a single instance where the president of the United States has been bought. If anything, President Trump has gone out and made better trade deals. The president has gone out and told other countries that if you want military support, you gotta give us something. The president is basically taking the ball, we'll make it, I love making it about at home, the president is taking the ball from all the other countries and said, if you want the fucking ball, you have to do something for us, we're done just giving to you, here, here's money, here's our protection, here's our, here's our jobs, here's our goods and services for nothing, he's not doing that shit anymore, he has taken the ball away from the other countries and said no, and the other countries are pissed. And that's why they want Joe. And that's why everybody wants Joe. And politicians want Joe. Because Joe, Joe will cut the pie up. And the last person to get some of that piece of the pie will be the American people. Joe will say, oh, here's a piece of pie, China. hit Ukraine, here's a piece of pie. All of Europe, I know Ukraine's in Europe. All of Europe, here you go. Here you go, Russia. Here you go, Africa. Cutting up our pie. Taking our hard-earned money that we work our asses off for and giving it to other countries and us getting shitty deals back. Nothing great coming back to us. Nothing big coming back to us, but tons of big shit going to his family. His son getting millions of dollars. His son making 80,000 mailbox money. Big bucks, but not us. The president fights for us. That that's really what's at stake. And maybe maybe you don't like his 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 demeanor or maybe maybe the president needs to do that. He needs to come out and say, "Hey, I know you don't like me, and I know I'm harsh and I'm and I'm aggressive, but at the end of the day, I didn't sell this country out so my son could get a job, and and I wouldn't. And I ne- and and I wouldn't do it to you. And that's what happens here. Uh your vice president is for sale. He clearly used your money, a billion dollars to help his son keep a job and and his son got a job to, to give access to me. And I used my influence and power to make sure that this company didn't get prosecuted. And then they gave my son a million dollars. Clear collusion. Clear, clear, clear. All right, we ran out of time. I spent so much damn time on that. Um, I guess we'll have to get to the other shit tomorrow. All right, I got to go to work, bro. Plain and simple. It's it, Please. Uh, Twitter, Facebook. I love blo- both platforms. Don't get your news from these platforms. You might find a news story there. Click the link. Take it to the next level and figure out whether or not it's from a credible source. Figure that out. And then read into shit. Don't just read headlines. Get deeper. The decisions that you guys make coming, going forward are huge. Think. Just, just think. Just fucking think. Alright. Thank you for listening to America's Podcast. I gotta go do some demo. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.